You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. A great night at the ballpark for the Braves who continue winning, winning, and yes, winning. They are now the winners of nine consecutive games, a season-high win streak that has continued to push the Braves higher and higher in the National League East standings and five games above 500. And just a couple of weeks ago, it felt like just getting to 500 was a battle in and of itself, a very familiar battle if you're a Braves fan in the not-too-distant past. But either way, Good things going for the Braves, and a lot earlier than they did in 2021. And we got a lot of good stuff to talk about here on the Braves Postcast, part of the all new Locked On Sports Atlanta. If you haven't, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Jake Mastriani, good to have you with me again. This was the kind of night where the Braves just continued to do what has been the recent trend for them, and that is play complete baseball games where they get contributions defensively, offensively, and of course on the mound. And that started with Spencer Strider on this night. Yeah, big start from him. I know we'll get into it, but yeah, just what we talked about last night, you know, what I talked about on the Braves post lockdown Braves postcast is this team's just finding ways to win in, in different ways, whether it's the long ball, whether it's getting some clutch hitting, good pitching, uh, good defense. They're doing it all right now, and it, it's great to see. Well, let's talk about all the ways that they won game number 59 of the year. Game two of this four game series against the Pittsburgh Pirates, the final line for Pittsburgh, which drops to 24 and 32 on the year. Two runs on eight hits and error, seven men left on base. The Braves now 32 and 27, four runs on 10 hits, no errors, and eight men left aboard for them. The winner, Spencer Strider, in his first start at Truist Park. He picks up his first win as a major league starting pitcher. He is now two and two. Roansi Contreras takes the loss. He drops to one and one. Kinley Jansen on in the ninth inning, lockdown save number 17. He only needed five or six strikes to punch out the final batter of the night. But he got there eventually, and again, 17th save for Kinley. Game lasted three hours, four minutes. Crowd of 41,404 were on hand to see it. Let's talk about it. Spencer Strider, we wanted to see him really put it all together, Jake, and I feel like on this night, he was able to do that. And while he's not going to carry 101 miles an hour into the sixth inning, it was great to see him back out there on the mound with a shutout working in the sixth inning and just pitching a great ball game. Five and two-thirds innings, four hits, and this I really liked. No runs and one walk, eight strikeouts for Spencer Strider. What did you think of the strides, no pun intended, that he's made in his first three starts as a big leaguer? Yeah, I, I mean, this is exactly what we were asking for with Spencer Strider in this one. And I was honestly surprised he went back out there for the yeah, sixth. Um, that that kind of surprised me a little bit. I, we talked about it last night. I thought if he got through five and he's got a lead and, and got a good outing under his belt, I thought Snick would pull him. Uh, and just get out get out of the game with some good feelings. But I was glad he sent him back out there for the sixth. You know, a hard ball, a hard to handle ball by Ozzy Albies, a mm -hmm. play that I think he, he should make and one that he probably thinks he, he should well, but still, you know, difficult play there. If that's made, he gets through six innings. But still, what a what a great performance by him in this game. What we needed to see him working deep into the game, like you said, just the one walks. And yeah, he wasn't throwing 100 in the sixth inning, but he was throwing 97. I mean, he yep. was 95, 97 late in that outing. And that to me is the big thing for Spencer Strider is, look, I don't expect him to keep up 100 all throughout five or six innings, but you could still be effective with 95 to 97, and that's where he was. And that slider was really good. He got nine swings on it. Six of them were misses. So um, that slider really playing effectively off that fastball, which was really good as well. So 18 swings and misses in total 
on the night is just great. Over 31 swings and misses and called strikes. Anything over 30 on a night for a pitcher is very good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is an excellent start from Spencer Strider. Exactly what we wanted to see, him just kind of putting it all together. The one walk, like you said, is the, one of the biggest keys for me. Um, that and just holding up that velocity. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this is great to see. I mean, it's very exciting, and we'll see what he can do do next. Yeah, I mean, keep building. I think that's the big thing for Spencer Strider every fifth day. And I was asked on Twitter, do I think he's earned another start? Yes, I believe he's earned another start. I can't think of anybody in the organization right now that's going to jump the line and start ahead of Spencer Strider. If he's ready to go in five days, he's going to be back out there. And I think that's going to be a trend for the Braves. This one, 92 pitches, Jake. That's something else I looked at as far as things on Spencer Strider's line that kind of get you excited about him being able to be more than just a five-inning pitcher. He was approaching you know, the 100 pitch count, and and perhaps he'll get there at some point. Didn't have to get there tonight. I was kind of in the same boat you were where I felt like five shutout innings. Hey, I'll take that. Going back out there in the sixth, yeah, that's a play that Ozzy and I watched him before the game take ground ball after ground ball after ground ball in both batting practice and with Ron Washington, and I'm sure that when he goes back out to the ballpark tomorrow and takes, you got it, Ground ball after ground ball after ground ball. These are the kind of plays that keep him up at night. These are the kind of things that drive him to be an even better second baseman. So you can bet that that play, Ozzy's going to want another opportunity to make that behind any Braves pitcher, Spencer Strider in particular, on this night. But really can't knock it. It was a tough play. Dylan Lee came in, got Spencer out of trouble, and the Braves were able to hold on to what was at one point a 4 nothing lead. Did allow a couple of runs late. Uh, Jackson Stevens did, but that rally was snuffed out by A.J. Minter, and the next thing you know, Kenley Jansen's on to slam the door, and a 4-2 win is in the books. Let's talk a little bit about Dansby Swanson. We've talked a lot about him in the past month because, hey, this is a guy that's putting together an all-star case as one of the Braves, what I think will be several representatives. He is uh, now batting 378 in the month of June after going three for four with another home run tonight, his seventh of the year, and just continuing to shine on defense, Jake. This guy, if the Braves are marketing their stars to go to the All-Star game as you know movie stars, then Dansby Swanson today was, a, once again, a double feature. Yeah, he, he's been great. Look, he, he's been absolutely outstanding. That home run he hit was so big. Yeah. You had first and third, one out. Acuna gets caught stealing. That leg block in the bag drives me crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, he gets caught stealing, and you're thinking, okay, they just kind of ran themselves out of this inning, and then he gets that ball and just in the fair fair pole uh, and hits the fair pole for the home run, uh, and and that's huge right there. And just again, we I mean, we, again, we've talked about it a lot over the past month. He's just been so huge, not just at the plate, which he was tonight, but defensively as well. I mean, this guy, and I've talked about it, and, and I've written about it. He's been the Braves' best player overall yep. this, see, this I agree. season. Um, he has been their best player when you look at what he does on both sides. So, uh, again, a huge night for him. And, you know, look at that 9-1-2 in this lineup. I mean, they got it done in this game. Dansby with three hits, Harris with two, Acuna with two. That's a really fun part of the order right now. And was listening to uh, Ben and Jim on the radio talking about the speed that those guys mm -hmm. bring to the game and the aspect that they they bring. And you saw it in that inning, Harris stealing second. Uh, was going to steal third. Acuna, you know, legs out that ball and, again, would have had a stolen base, but uh, I, I got to let that go. But um, there's the speed that those three bring, uh, and Dansby stealing more bags this year. Yeah. So he's doing it all. He's giving you speed, defense, power. Again, it's just a great, great to see from Dansby. 
Yeah, a lot of things you can find under great to see for the Braves. We'll talk a little bit more about Michael Harris and a little bit more about Ronald Acuna in a moment. Want to let you know, though, about our friends over at Bet Online because betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including the NBA Finals, NHL Conference Finals, MLB Action, and, of course, the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. Bet Online is your continued source for sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. And where the good things were starting for the Braves offense, you, you really hit the nail on the head, was being able to set the tone at the bottom of the order and then flip it back over to the top. Michael Harris with two more hits in this one, two for three, a walk, a couple of runs scored, you know, stealing his first base. And this is something I talked about with Dave O'Brien of The Athletic. He just kind of pointed this out about halfway through the game. And, Jake, I don't know if you thought about this. I know I had not thought about this. Would you, would it surprise you to know that Michael Harris is the youngest player in the National League and, in fact, the youngest player in baseball? He's six days younger than Wander Franco of the Tampa Bay Rays, who came in as the youngest player to make an opening day roster. So when you keep in mind all the things Michael Harris is doing and all the nice things that we're saying about watching the things he can do, Youngest player in baseball was something I had not thought about yet. Yeah, no, that that surprised me as well. I would not uh, have thought that about him, but he is not playing like it. He is no. playing like he belongs here, and he's even said it. You know, I'm just going to continue to play my game and, and feel like that it's going to uh, work well, and it, it has. And look, him being in center field, what he's doing out there defensively, being able to move Duvall to a corner, and Acuna being out there, I think this is his seventh straight game now in, in the outfield, uh, mm-hmm. has really just settled everything and put everything into place as far as the lineup, the outfield defense. Uh, and it's really just helping this team go. And you can see, you know, the streak they're on, obviously. Um, so it's great to see. And again, I think his confidence, you know, was there. And I think he was ready for this moment, maybe more so than I even thought. Because again, when mm-hmm. they called him up, that's that shocked me. Like, not just surprised, that shocked me that they called him up. But clearly they were seeing something in him at the AA level that said he is he is ready. Uh, and he certainly has been, and he has been a huge lift to this team. Yeah, he just continues to show it. Whether or not you want to just call him the spark that really set and ignited the Braves lineup or just this run of success the Braves have been on in the month of June, he's certainly a big part of that. You've also got some other guys hitting well. I mentioned Dansby Swanson hitting close to 380 this month and hitting well over 300 over the last, what, five weeks now, dating back to April the 21st. We're actually talking about a six- or seven-week run uh, for Dansby Swanson, who has been hitting well. He's been fielding it well. He's been making all the plays that the Braves need him to make. Also, Ronald Acuna Jr., two for four in this one. Uh, would have had that stolen base you mentioned. I had not seen too many you know bases get blocked that way. It was mentioned several times in several different places. You go on feet first a couple of times, and guys mm-hmm. will stop doing that to you around yep. the second base bag. But be that as it may, if that's the low light for the Braves on this day, you'll certainly take it. Ronald in the month of June batting 406. He's 13 for 32 with two more hits. And that's just something that, again, when you will file that under things you love to see, things that are exciting to see for the Braves and Ronald making his seventh consecutive start in right field. That is no small development with he and Harris really creating some consistency defensively in this outfield and Adam Duvall moving back over to be comfortable in left field. Those are all things that you and I have talked about for many, many weeks now that the Braves have been looking for for that consistency. So the ninth consecutive win for the Braves, we talked about that. It does match their 2021 longest winning streak, which didn't happen for about another two months after this last season. So might as well get that winning streak going early. I mentioned a while ago, you don't have to stop at three. They took my advice. They are now pushing it to nine, have a chance to go for 10 
against the Pirates on Saturday. Another good note from this one for Kenley Jansen on the personal level, 17 saves now with the Braves. He came into the year uh, with 350 in his time with the Dodgers. He is now tied with Jeff Reardon for 11th all-time in saves with 367. Jonathan Papelbon's at 368. Dennis Eckersley is not too far away. He's at 390 saves. Craig Kimbrell is between Kenley Jansen and Dennis Eckersley, though there's a few other guys to pass. But by the time you get to the end of the year, Kenley Jansen could be, you know, at least in the top 10 in saves and maybe pushing his way into the top five or beyond by the time his career is done. But we don't know what the future is going to hold. But we do know that the Braves are happy to have somebody that can come in and lock down games and has the kind of experience and the pedigree that Kenley Jansen has brought over uh, in his time and anchoring the Braves bullpen this year. Yeah, he, he, you know, I'm glad, like I said the other day, glad to see him come in and, and get a, a clean outing. No, he was kind of having a rough go of things, and he honestly was getting used a lot. There was that stretch of games yep. where the Braves were just playing close game after close game, and he was needed because he was that great to start yep. the year. And then I think maybe he just got overworked a little bit and, and ran into some roadblocks, but seems to be back on it now. <laughs> you, you, just, you mentioned it through five or six strikes to that last batter before finally got the strikeout. Yeah. Um, but he, he's been feeling it here these last couple of games. That's certainly great to see. The bullpen overall, uh, look, I, I tweeted it out. I forgot Dylan Lee was in the bullpen. He just hadn't been worked a lot lately. He comes in, gets a big out in that situation. Uh, O'Day comes in. I know Stevens you know, had a little bit of a rough inning there. He took that comebacker off the leg. Yeah. May had something to do mm-hmm. with that. But he got hit pretty hard in that inning. I know Snicker didn't want to have to go to Mentor and Jansen, but Mentor only having to throw two pitches to get out of that inning is huge as well after working yesterday. And then, yeah, Jansen coming in to close the door. I mean, again, I think this bullpen's going to be one of the best in baseball. I know they had a little bit of a hiccup there for about that two-week stretch, but I think when you look back at this bullpen in the end, I think it's going to be you know top five, at, at least top ten in baseball. Yeah, I can tell you right now, if you go look at the numbers, the Braves have a top five bullpen in all of baseball and perhaps one of the best in the National League. And I think that one of the things that kind of took away their margin for error was the fact that the Braves offense has struggled so mightily all year long and left so many guys on base and had so much trouble with runners in scoring position to where you would look at the bullpen and be like, hey, you know, they blew it. But then you start to look at beyond that to see what Mm -hmm. the complete game that the Braves are playing. And you realize that the offense plays a big role in that to give not only the starting pitchers, but the bullpen a little bit more of a cushion to work with and perhaps the ability to be human and to make mistakes, which do happen in this game. And you do have bad days and good days. And the Braves bullpen's allowed to have that. But uh, that aside, it has been more good days than bad for the Braves bullpen this year. And I would certainly file Friday's game under a good game for the Braves and for their bullpen. Let's talk about the Saturday game in just a moment. Before we do, though, I want to tell you about Athletic Greens because right now is your time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The Braves are going to be sending Charlie Morton to the mound on Saturday in Game 3 against the Pirates. It's an afternoon affair. Morton, the former Pirate, 4-3 and three this year, 563 ERA. Very un-Charlie Morton-like. He's been trying to solve that and bring that down. It's been trending in the wrong direction, though, the past couple of starts. Zach Thompson will be on the mound for the Buccos. He is 3-4, four, 460 ERA. We talk about this just about every time out, but you just want to see uh, perhaps the curveball consistency or, or just see Charlie Morton kind of begin to solve this puzzle and start to pack, uh, you know, pile up some good starts because 
you know, Jake, he has been looking for him and just really hasn't been able to completely turn the corner and get back to what I feel like is the essence of just being who he is. Yeah. My whole thing with Charlie right now, I trust Charlie to figure it out. And I think the background, you know, tells you that he will, but right now I just don't trust him. I don't know what I'm going to get out there and I just need to see some consistency out of him and getting out of those early innings. That's where he's really ran, run into trouble in these starts is, you know, falling behind early in the game and having trouble getting out of the first, second inning. So, you know, that key Brian Hayes, Brian Reynolds combo at the top, yep. you know, they, they've proven to be pretty tough. So, you know, trying to get through that order, the, the top of the order in the first inning there. And then I think he can settle in a little bit and hopefully have a good start. But yeah, it's been a rough go for him to try to, to try to work through this. And he's had to work so hard in those early innings that it's prevented him from going deep in the games. Cause some of these games he has figured it out mm -hmm. and he has gotten going, but his pitch count is so high um, that he's just not able to go very deep in the games and not able to go six, seven innings. Like we're used to seeing Charlie go into games. So hopefully we get that version on Saturday. Yeah, hopefully he can do that against his old club. Again, it's a 4.10 p.m. Eastern time. First pitch at Truist Park. Game three of four between the Braves and the Pirates. Atlanta looks to not only push its winning streak to 10 games, but also secure yet another series victory as they send Charlie Morton to the mound against Zach Thompson of Pittsburgh. And 4.10 p.m. Eastern time is when it all gets started as the Braves and Pirates clash in game three of this four-game set. That'll bring us to a close of this edition of the Braves Post. We appreciate you as always being along for the ride day at Truist Park because the Braves picked up a 4-2 to win for the Pittsburgh Pirates. For Jake Mastroianni, I'm Grant McCauley. We look forward to catching you again soon right here on the Braves Postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube and you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Once again, the Braves with a 4-2 win. They've won nine in a row, looking to make it 10 on Saturday. We look forward to talking to you soon after another Braves win. And until then, so long, everyone.